You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain planner features. See T-Mobile.com. gentlemen thank you for joining us once again tonight on the discipline therapy podcast with your two hosts mr el discipline and with him always suhey sotomayor <laughs> you introduced me first this time you see that it'll switch up it'll switch a rule if you will all right we're also on the major listening platforms such as amazon music uh spotify itunes google podcast deezer castbox uh, Spreaker, Overcast, Podchaser, um, yeah, Pod Attic, um, and many more, many more. I think, I think from that one, I'll just list just like the, three. Just like the three big ones. iHeartRadio, did you say that one? Yeah, iHeartRadio. No, I didn't. Um, yeah, but um, talking about addicts, Pod Pod Addicts, we have addicts. We do have addicts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm you're, an addict to this one. You're a fiend, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. It's Discipline Therapy Thursdays, where everything is completely free. We have your dose. It's judgment-free. It's you subscribe is for free. There's no monthly fee. It's sucker-free. It's censor-free. It's sensitive-free. And plenty of liberty. God and the ancient ancestors are great, and that means everything else is straight. So go grab your wine, popcorn, or roll a blunt, but the main thing is make sure the children are in bed. You see, we have that soul, food, and sometimes vulgar conversations. Prepare your mind to be fed. Light one up, inhale life, and exhale strife. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, you are tuned in to the Discipline Therapy Podcast. We're here. So we have Season 4, Episode 34. This is Chess, Not Checkers. And mm. that is one of the titles in your in Strong Bonds Never Break in one of the, one of the chapters. Yes, one of the chapter titles. Grab it now. Grab and it now. um, yeah, if you want, in um, my sixth book, the Strong Bonds Never Break, which is the sequel to uh, Stuck Between Two Different Worlds, the fifth one is a trilogy. Mm-hmm. So it's the sequel, it's the sixth book. Okay, this is uh, chapter 18. This is Chestnut Checkers. All right, so this is Chestnut Checkers. Now, what we've been doing is when we come up with these topics together, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I'll come up with a topic. Hey, let's talk about this chapter title because I feel like, I feel like the titles could be... Um, implemented in day-to-day life mm-hmm. you know day-to-day um people's uh thank pe- you people's uh uh you know their day-to-day duties their mm-hmm. jobs their 
relationships, whatever it is. So we had an episode previously, 33. Um, it's it's nothing personal, just business, yes. which it's another is it also another chapter title. But we can incorporate incorporate that in our day to day. So That's we can true. incorporate this in our day to day. This is chestnut checkers. So just so give, how, just I'm going to give people some education. In the game of chess, right, the only way to, if you have a chance to win, you have to be like three to five moves ahead. So this could be used in everyday circumstances. So the, uh, being ahead of time, like I've talked about this prior, about how I'm punctual. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a chapter in um, even the importance of discipline, proper preparation. Mm-hmm. So yes. I talk about preparation. I talk about being punctual. I talk about being proactive. This is staying steps ahead. So. Just giving them some education on this is chess, not checkers. Now, chess is an intellectual game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and assume you know how to play chess. Yes. As well as checkers. Yes. Now, Dominic, the character I created in um, the Stuck Between Two Different Worlds book series, mm-hmm. he is cerebral. He's probably the most technological engineered person I, well, person, fictional character I've ever created out of all my books. There's fundamental differences the way he thinks and operates compared to everybody else. Mm. So he, I call, I, I, when I describe him, I use, I use the the words unsuspecting. He's debonair. Mm -hmm. He's, um, he's, uh more patient than a high school teacher he's like cerebral ex- executioner he's uh um he's cooler than the other side of the pillow poise you know what i'm saying he's never really rattled even in pressure mm-hmm. situations but he's been in some pressure situations where we've kind of seen a different yeah it's different it's, perspective of how he's been able to cope with those circumstances or not cope or not i'm cope. not saying anything yes so he plays human chess you know what I'm saying? And um So he's always five steps ahead. Yes. And you know, when when uh you know, well first I wanna get into the I wanna get into one of the chapters in there, but you were gonna ask something. Oh uh, no no. Let's let's get into the chapters and okay. then I, I will ask. Okay, so chapter eighteen. Um I don't wanna give too much away. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Let's see. It's Let's hard, see. right? Trying to find the right yes. one. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, not for nothing, people. There are five ahead of this book. True, there's only one that coincides with it, but pick a book. Okay, so I'm I'm just going to kind of, I'm not going to read this verbatim because it's giving too much away. Okay. Okay, so Dominic, Dominic gets into a circumstance with Gambino. People don't know who I'm talking about. They need to get the book, Strong Bonds Never Break. Now... Gambino has soldados. Now, if people don't know Spanish, that means soldiers. Um, and now, one a person uh, helps Dominic have a meeting with his soldados, his head soldados. Now, Dominic encountering these these gentlemen, and this is a line I'm gonna read. Okay. Now, Dominic smiles and says to one of the men. Well, first of all, as as he arrives there, these men already know who he is because they grabbed him earlier oh. in the book. Okay. 
So when they see that there's someone that brought him to meet with them, it's almost like he's he, it's not like he's the enemy, mm. but he's he's not they gotta watch our, out for him. Yeah, right? they don't know him like so that. So automatically they pull they pull their weapons on him. Mm. They pull their firearms on him. So now Dominic well, this is actually what the um what the 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 person who brought Dominic there says wait okay. hold on guys it's not what y'all think he's legit go pat him down he's not wearing a wire he's not working with the feds or drug enforce administration dom smiles and says to one of the men doesn't your mother go to the grocery store every sunday before she goes to church on elm and fifth she jogs every morning around 5 a.m a couple of times around the block where she lives correct question mark you have a couple of felonies on your plate and your brother is on house arrest with an ankle monitor. And he says, I know how close you both are. Soldado warns Dominic, if you continue to um, poke the hornet's nest, eventually you're going to get stung. Dominic replies, sure. Do you know what kills those pesky hornets? Raid. Mm. What if? Yes. That was no, go. <laughs> yes. What if he was found with a firearm? Do you think he would be doing you think he'd be fine doing another decade in prison? Now, here's the thing. Now after that the, the they put yeah, after that they put their guns down. And he says, Listen, we're gentlemen. We can engage in a gentleman conversation. This is we can help each other. And now um that's all I'm gonna say about that. Now, this is this is chestnut checkers. This is Dominic being steps ahead because in Dominic's circumstance, he he's aware that um, information is power. Yeah. Knowledge is power. And in that circumstance, he's he's um, he's showing his power. Well, what would you call it in that circumstance? He's kind of like um, ambushed or whatever. Right. Like he's he's kind of. um surrounded yeah he's kind of surrounded right. where it, it almost doesn't matter what you say you know what i'm saying right you're staring down the barrel of yeah so in that circumstance he has something he ha- he's he's aware of something valuable to the both of them to the to the person that he was talking to both of them those soldados oh he said that to one to each yeah one oh, to each okay i thought it was just one person yeah actually. so so, so yeah, one, I just I just ran right, through it. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he told one, "Your mother's the one that jogs," and he told the other one, "And your brother is is on house arrest." Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Well, he is more. He's very steps ahead. Yeah. So now, sometimes what you value most, for example, let's say you value your family most, mm-hmm. so you bust your ass at work to provide for your family. Okay. So the thing the thing I've I've implemented in the literary content is. With Dominic, Dominic is constantly trying to find out everything. You know what I mean? So when he's in a situation with these men, he's not, it's pretty much like he's doing it, which I always talk about. Do your information on your prospects before you engage mm-hmm, with them. Mm-hmm. Like I've always had interviews in the past and I'm always like, yo, y'all better have done your research on me. Yeah. Because you know what I'm saying? Like that should be part of your job. Like don't come into, don't, come, don't let, allow me to come. And I've said this to ex interviewers. Don't allow me to come to your show and you're asking me, oh, tell everybody who you are. Right. Like that should be your job. Right. You tell, you, 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 you say, 
tell everybody who you are. I'm going to take over the show. And I don't mm. want to do that. I don't like I don't like taking over people's shows because I always respect other people's platforms. Mm-hmm. So do your information. Now, if you're going to say, tell everybody who you are, like I'm taking over the show, don't get mad when I do it. Mm-hmm. Has that happened to you? Like, did they get mad? Because I've, see, I've seen you go in and take over a show. But I, it, to, on my aspects, like seeing it from afar, like from an audience, mm. they're kind of relieved. <laughs> they're kind of like, okay. The, the interviewers? The interviewers, right. Mm. No. Mm. I, don't, but, I don't feel like. Because they've never articulated Yeah, they've never said anything. Yeah. You like, but that wasn't an issue for you, right? Taking over? Because you got to t- tell your story. Tell your, your the book. Yeah, I mean, I'm... I'm this is chestnut checkers. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly ahead. Like even the interviewers, mm-hmm. I'm doing my research you on them. You are. You know what I'm saying? I'm going on their page. I'm going this. If they have links, I'm going to their links. I'm going to their email. Like you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. If they have a website, I'm doing my homework. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um. So there, there was just jumping off topic. There was an interviewer in the past. A woman. I'm not gonna mention her name. But um, I was I was supposed to come on her show, and at first she was um she was fine with me coming on the show. She wanted me to be on there to talk about BDSM or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when she, I think when she saw a couple of my shows, in the, you know that I'd done before hers, she probably got a little intimidated because the energy was different now. Like I would DM her. And me, I'm a person like I don't like to mix business with pleasure. Okay. And sometimes I've ran into women where they can't separate the two. And this was a circumstance like that where I was DMing her like, oh, we still good for this. Are you going to create the flyer? Are you going to I'm about business. And Shorty's hitting me up like you're not even going to say good morning. You're not even going to see how I'm doing. This is that. And I'm like, what does this have to do with what we have to do? Right. Good morning. Are we still on for Saturday? You understand what I'm saying? So then she hit me with, oh, when you come on my show, you better bring your manners. This is my show. This is my show. This is my house. Like, it's it's almost like, okay, like, have I ever disrespected past? If you if you're doing your homework, which you should be doing, have you ever seen me disrespect hosts? And stuff like that, or or um, yeah, interviewers. It was, it was almost uncalled for on her part. No, yeah, but what part. she was doing is she was trying to assert dominance because, like me, I'm an analytic thinker. Mm-hmm. Chess, not checkers. I'm steps ahead. So, what she was doing is she was trying to assert dominance because some women can't handle uh, an immense amount of masculinity because of what they're so used to mm-hmm. in this generation. Like I'm stuck in an era that doesn't exist anymore. Mm. So when you see a man like me, you look at him like, no, he's too aggressive. Mm. He's too dominant. He's too, he looks abusive. He looks they, they they have these stupid um lazy analysis. Mm. He looks too he looks he's, abusive. He's too much. Mm. He's too much. Now, I think Shorty was attracted to me. Okay. I I I might have reminded her of an ex. Okay. Single, she was a I mean, single mother. Far, far she was a single mother. Um, uh, caramel skin and whatever. You know what I'm saying? She, like, I could have been an ex. And and I remember in an episode I said, judge a woman by her playlist. Yes. She was big on hip hop. So I'm thinking she dates black men. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or Spanish men who have swag. Okay. Okay. So when you, when, when she's looking at me and I'm, I'm a dominant, 
all these things are attractive. Mm -hmm. So she's looking at it like, why is he not attractive to to me? Like, why is he not hitting on me? Mm -hmm. Keeping it about business. This is just me analytic thinking. I don't have any proof. You know what I'm saying? She didn't articulate this to me. So she was, she was already bringing like crazy energy, negative energy that I wasn't feeling. So once we did a, a show, um, well, I did a show. I remember telling you, you know, because we were going to go there together, you know, um, you know, because you're like my business partner and everything that like you always support me. So we we're going well, to go I was to, managing you more than. Yeah, yeah. we were, we were going to go together. And I remember telling you, man, I don't want to go to this because I feel like. I remember that. The, the I was edit, like, the, why? The, twice. The DMs twice yeah. was same. And I was like, man, it's just. The energy's off. I feel it's off. I'm telling you how my ancestors have my back. Mm-hmm. She hit me up. And this was years ago. She hit me up the week we were supposed to have the show. Mm-hmm. The show was supposed to be on a Tuesday because their shows are Tuesdays. She hits me up that Sunday because I'm like, is the flyer created? Like, I want to promote you. Right, I right. want to promote it as well. She hit me up on some, oh, we're not going to do the show that, that week. Did and she that, give you a reason why? No. And then she's like, um, there's another artist or whatever, like, um, Tom, like, I'll let you know when it's going to be good or whatever for right. you to, for you to come by. I was so relieved. I was like, the ancestors have my back. Cause yeah. I didn't want to do that anyways. I now, actually remember that you were, now, you were like, Phew. now I went on a nationally syndicate radio show, 103.9. After that, right? After. Like, like right after? No, no it no. was, um. Yeah, it was because it, it was, was in 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, after that, the the uh, um a month after that, mm-hmm. she probably saw that or heard it or heard it or and the was, email the, or even on on your page because the, we did we did promote yes, that too. The email came <laughs> on some, and I just looked at it, kept it moving. They didn't even reply. Mm-hmm. But you, sometimes that's the best reply. You know what I'm no saying, like. This is what I'm talking about with like playing chess. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That was, not that's checkers. a good. That's a good um, example, actually. Yeah, that's a very good yeah. example. And it's like sometimes, excuse me. And you stated this because of who I am. Some people might try to try me. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that reply with her trying to assert her dominance, pumping her chest and stuff. She might have tried to see if I get out of character. Some mm. people look at me, right? And they, and they won't have the guts to say this to my face. But some people look at me as he has a stick up his ass. He's boring. He don't probably like to go to the club. He's so serious. He's doing this. He never smiles. He never cracks a joke. He's so serious. He's He got a stick up his ass. Now, those women also, because I feel like most women think that way. I get a lot of respect from dudes. Okay. But most women who are playfully and stuff and jokers and goofballs, they're going to look at me that way. You call me a goofball and I don't look at you. You're a little serious, yes, but. Yeah, you're a goofball sometimes. You like to play around and joke or whatever. Okay, okay. Let's get back to okay. you now. So now, like, for me, I'm, I, I, for those women who, who have thought that way, um, but never articulated it, they will say, oh, he could, he's never, you know, doing anything out of the norm. Does he ever lose control? 
Does he ever laugh? Does he ever joke around, have fun? Does he ever go out? And they're trying to see me on a different light. Uh, so yes. they might try to push that out of me. Well, I've s- had women ask me about those questions about you. Does he ever smile? Like, does uh, he ever joke around? Yeah. And I tell them, hell no, this man doesn't know. Just kidding. Here, here, here's not the, even that. Not even that. You're not going to crack into the he, smile with that joke. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> women, women have to understand that they can't have it both ways. That's the problem a lot of women have. They want a guy to be both ways. But then when they want a serious relationship, you're not going to get that from a clown. A guy that, remember, we talked about this Mm -hmm, in previous mm -hmm. episodes. You meet a funny guy. You like that he's funny all the time. The moment you're mad, you might be on your period of PMSing. He wants to crack a joke. Nigga, why the fuck you think everything's so fucking funny? You met him that way. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like if if you're going to, if you want a serious man, because I believe women don't like boys, they like dominant men. Sometimes you're going to have to deal with that. I'm not saying there's no time that I don't have fun. Like when I'm boxing, I'm having fun. When I'm working out, I'm having fun. When I'm editing the podcast, I'm having fun. When I'm writing, I'm having fun. But your fun is different from my fun. When I'm reading, I'm having fun. You know what I'm saying? When I'm playing chess, poker, whatever, I'm having fun. When I'm playing pool, I'm having fun. Mm. When I'm having sex, I'm having fun. It's playtime. You know what I'm saying? You, your fun and my fun is different. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So for for them, it's like all I'm saying is beggars can't be choosers. If you want a serious relationship, you get with a serious man. Summertimes being with a serious man is so is so intimidating because you know a serious man is gonna hold you accountable and sometimes you like to get away with things, especially if you're a goofy person all the time. I'm talking mm. about twenty four seven. Not you that is like a part time thing. A twenty four seven goofy woman that just always wants to laugh. Oh, yeah, I need a guy to make me laugh. That needs that's a um that's and a she should get with the with that's the, a standard with the with the guy who's always laughing. Yeah, that's a jokes. standard for some women. I'm just saying these women that that are like this. Mm-hmm. They well, it, I mean, I could understand them thinking like that. You know, watching the show, watching you because of how you look, it, you're already visually attractive, right? So, so a woman watching the show, she's saying, "Oh wow, he's really good looking. He has muscles, tattoos, all everything that you listed." But damn, he is so serious. But ladies, what you have to understand is when you find us, you know, the serious man that you're looking for, all that will will come. Like as you get to know each other, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna get that that side of him that nobody else sees. Also. I was just about to say that. I was just Amazing. about to say that because I do smile. I do, I do, <laughs> said, I like, do I might joke around and say certain things. Like, I've but, heard but you guess, say a joke once. But guess what? <laughs> guess what? The one or ones that I trust mm-hmm. that are close to me, that I care about, that I love, whether it's a sub, a family member, they see that side. Mm-hmm. That exactly. people on a regular basis, like, if they I'm They want that. Yeah, if I'm in a boardroom and I have to go to the head of the table and I have to give people orders, this is what you want to do. Like, I'm not going to crack jokes. Right. Because in that circumstance, I might be your superior, mm-hmm. colleague, whatever it is. And it's like, if I'm a jokester, you're never going to take me serious, let alone the task, the job, whatever. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? That's the same thing in a relationship. If you are constantly a clown, she's never going to have respect for you. 
Well, it, it might exactly. it might even be subconscious. She don't have respect for you, and she don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Well, the you know keyword what I'm saying? is constantly. You Whereas constantly. dominant men, mature men, men who are serious, they get more respect. And once a woman has respect for you, a lot more other things come with that. Mm. Love, trust, you know what I'm saying? Her confiding in you, you, you know. Do you think it's, it's the same with men that they, they would they want more of a, of a serious woman? Well, let, let me ask you because you can only go on by what you like. Yeah. Would you like a, a more serious person, like kind of like you, or a more playful person? Or maybe, obviously, you're not going to like like the goofy type that's goofy all the time, 24-7, because you're a very serious person. A serious but person. Would you, you, would you like a, a woman that's just as serious as you? Yeah. Really? Interesting. Yeah. This is one of the reasons why I've always gravitated towards older women. Even when I was younger. They're, why? They're because, serious like that? Because older women are just mature. Now, I've met older women who are like 42 years old who act like they're 16 and they turn me off. Oh, you understand you. what I'm saying? It's almost like it's almost like if they were in BDSM, it's age play. They're, mm. they're pretending to be 16 and they have a dom that like it's a little and daddy yeah, dynamic. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not into a little daddy dynamic. I, I don't think I, I would want to try age play because yeah. then that would mean, well, whoever I'm with, I, I would be the one that's acting younger or they would. I don't want to act younger. I don't want to act younger. If you were the sub, you would be acting younger. Okay. This is chestnut checkers, you know, could be implied in every day, everything in life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's just about being steps ahead. You know, and like the character that I created is like the ultimate character out of all the characters I've created when it pertains to that. Being five steps ahead. Yeah. Ten steps ahead. Being steps ahead. Yeah. Yeah. He may, he may make a lot more mistakes than, um, than the other characters. But as far as, you know, that cerebral executioner, I mean, Dom is the type of person, Dominic, when he is, focused he's dangerous Mm. he's really smart you know that's the thing people don't understand that he's really smart like i've gotten feedback from fans like oh man that dom is a character oh he's having his cake and eating it too Mm -hmm. he's this he's that um when is he gonna get get in the bind oh i love to see him get in trouble i think you even said that yeah i love to see not all the time but you know because (laughs) you know he's just that guy that just always wins and it's like you you want to not see him it's win. funny though because when you're reading the 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 books the last three you you're kind of root for him though <laughs> i know i was mm. i was rooting for them mm. right but at the same time when i saw him get into some of his little jams i'm mm. like uh-huh learn your lesson now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know this is chestnut checkers is um is is a imperative chapter title it's the it's the it's the it's actually the chapter before the ending i think it have 19 in there so 19 is you and i are not alike so that chapter is like mm. you know it shows you all of the the the, the moves now he starts doing mm-hmm. he's moving he's moving the pawns he's moving the check chest mm-hmm. pieces you know meaning the gambit like he's the bishop he's moving the pawns in so his you favor. you get to see him in this chapter put it all together. Yes, for the, right before the final, yes. whatever 
yes. combination of it all. And it's like, and it's like some people, some people are egomaniacs and narcissists where they feel like they might be able to do everything themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's like when um, I've gotten feedback from women in the past who have said that about him, but in that circumstance, he gets everybody to work together like he built a team yep. to get everything accomplished mm-hmm. and in the end it's kind of like how was this able to be done i had a team mm-hmm. you understand so it's like um you know in that circumstance with the um with, with the soldados it's like it's like strange bedfellows now do you know what strange bedfellows is no okay so strange bedfellows is like Two pe- two or three people or four people, whatever, they might come together for a temporary alliance for a common oh. goal. Is that it's almost that like your enemy of my enemy is my friend, right. but it's a group. It could be two, three, four people. They come together. They they could have hated each other or been enemies, but they have, but that they common have a person. common person or a common goal mm. to achieve. And this is what Dominic is doing with those soldados. He's trying oh. to get them to flip. Oh. Yeah. Oh. See, that's good that you said so that. So chess, this is chess, not checkers, where now he's playing with the pawns. Mm-hmm. And it's like, everybody could get something out of this. Right. Now, are, are you in? Like, everybody uh-huh. could get something out of this. So, yeah. Oh, that's good. I forgot about that. Yeah. So right now, he just went there. I was like, oh, that's right. Yeah. So I like creating that chapter because... It allowed me to use my mind. I mean, I, I, I was very, very strategic and calculating yeah. with um, all the chapters. You know what I'm saying? Especially that that um that sixth one, five moves ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, that one was very strategic, step by step. You know, I didn't miss a step, you know, for it to happen. Oh, and then the thing I like to do is I like punching the audience in the mouth mm-hmm. in a way where it's like, it's like, oh, I thought this happened, but then wait a minute, this came out. Like, like you a ever plot saw? Twist. Yeah, you ever saw? Um, and I got this from this. You ever saw the the Saw saga? Yes. With Jigsaw, mm-hmm. yes. And it's like in the end, everybody's connected, and it's like, wait a minute, that like you saw something in the beginning, yeah. And then in the end, it's like, mm, mm-hmm. that's why the pieces bring, came together. Yes. So I do the same mm-hmm. thing in a way where it's like you're like. Wait a minute! Like you thought you knew this person. Yes. Then it's like in the no, end. you thought that you had that person figured out. Yeah. And then at the end, you're like, holy shit! Yeah. Didn't see or, that coming. Or circumstance. Yes. Yeah. So I like doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, information and knowledge is is power. You know what I'm saying? And power is like priceless. Like you can't go to Walmart and oh, where is power? It, what aisle? Like you can't buy it. I you can. can't purchase it. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's prices. It doesn't matter how much money you have or mm-hmm. you know, rich, poor, whatever. Like, this is power. Like, this is our biggest uh, muscle. Yes. You know what and I'm saying? If you know how to use it. Yeah. And it's better. like, even though I created Dominic to be physically dominant as well, you know, I have him, um, you know, he's aware of uh, karate. Mm-hmm. Like, I kind of, I, I describe him as having, like, a Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, Steven Seagal mm-hmm. type of style mm-hmm. of fighting. He's also good with a hammer. You know what I'm saying? Not a hammer. Yeah, a gun. <laughs> he's also good with a hammer. And, you know, he's also cerebral. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a dangerous combination. 
because not everybody and he he ha- is able to keep his emotions in check yeah. which is even more impressive yeah not everybody is no. that way well we see him lose control in yes, the yes and one. that is but what makes still it still unfinished business <laughs> you know I, I i really do it does it because i've read you know all your books and yeah. i've read and i've even while you were doing it you know you'd you'd be like showing me and stuff so mm. seeing him go from such a calm collective person that mm. that gets everything he wants mm. to kind of seeing him like when you, i've envisioned it well, i see like the, when, the stitches in his clothes yeah. just kind of unravel when, yeah when <laughs> we've had our meetings at like when we went to barnes nobles or whatever mm-hmm. and i showed you a scene you've given me a couple of ideas like i'm not going to give anything away but with um estrella with the air with and the- i was like wait a minute why don't we just do syringe Ah, so yes, I'm yes, over yes, here yes, like, yes, wait a minute, yes. and you're like, no, 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 that this is better, and I'm like, because I'm not in the medical field right. anymore. I've never, by the way, for the people who have read anymore, it, I've never actually done that. I've read about it too. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm just like, there's a lot things, more things I don't know because I've, I've been in medical field, but I haven't worked with like doctors right, like you right. do. You know what I'm saying? So you know more than me. And when you said that, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like. This is I remember you were like, how am I going to get this scene? You know? Yeah. And we were going and over I was and thinking, I was like, how about this? Yeah. I was thinking of doing the alternative mm-hmm. and you were like, wait a minute, that's going to be yeah, this it, outcome. It, it could come up, right? Yeah. And then you were like, do this. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that, that, that will work. You know what I'm saying? And then I researched and I, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she's was right. right. She's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Do you still research when I, when I tell you things? Absolutely. <laughs> You're like, I don't I, trust this bitch. I think nine. you should do the same <laughs> thing. That. I do research And I now. think people out there should do the same thing. Yeah. Don't take Are you kidding? Don't take everything I'm saying I tried to not research one day and you called me out on it. You're like, oh, really? Where? And I was like, oh. Yeah, at face value. Let I'm me, pretty sure there's people out there who want to, who are getting annoyed with my percentages. And how does he know that? Let me, let me test him and mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I already talked about this in a previous episode. Yes. You know, but yeah, this is just not checkers. It's just like that. Staying ahead of the game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You're doing your due diligence. You're, you're, um, you're researching. You're, Have you always been like that? Anything I didn't know? Yes. For okay. okay, for example, we're jumping off topic. Well, not really. But for example, right? When I was 15 years old, everybody, I, I had two pairs of shoes. And I wrote this in the back of um, Stuck Between Two Different Worlds. Mm-hmm. I wrote this in the back of it. Everybody was getting new Jordans, new clothes. I only had like five pair, five five um pairs of clothes. One on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then I switched it up. Mm-hmm. Had to do laundry every, you know, every week. You know, um, sometimes twice a week. Mm-hmm. I'm switching it up. What I wore, what I wore um Friday, I wear Thursday. What I wore Monday, like I, you know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying, I would switch mm-hmm. it up for the next week. Now I had the same shoes. I had a black shoe, white shoe for every day black shoe for gym that was it everybody coming out with the new oh you got the new jordans i'm like no i'm saving my money because i'm trying to get a car mm. now my first car was a stick shift i didn't know how to drive stick so what i ended up doing is and at the time the first fast and the furious came out i was oh, really? still in high school yeah i think it came out in 2001 or whatever i was a sophomore okay yeah because i graduated in 03 so so now, all of a sudden, I'm studying Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. I'm Googling. I'm currently still doing the same stuff. Learning. 
Now I learned how to drive a stick. I printed it out. I went to like a um the library. So I always had a library card and they let you print shit out right. for free. Not so, anymore. Yeah. Um but um yeah, because everybody gotta make money somehow mm. now. <laughs> so you printed out and had it next to you? And I was studying it every day before I bought the car. Because I saved up, yeah, I saved up money. I used to give my mother money every paycheck. So once I became um, 16 and 17, I started working, like, legitimately. (laughs) So, um, See, he's mild. So, um, (laughs) yeah, so so now, like, when I made whatever I made, I gave her, like, half of that or 75%, and I just kept 25%. I kept it in, like, a box. On, like I had the lock to it, nobody could get into it, and I kept it under my my bed, and it stacked till I had like thousands or whatever in it, and then I seen um I saw uh, uh the Integra, it was a ninety one Acura Integra, I love Acuras, so now, now I went to the guy, and he's like, oh this is how much it is, I'm like, man, but I only have this now, I had more money than that, okay, but I said to him, man, you can't you can't go down a little bit more. Like a couple of hundred, four hundred down, five hundred, a little bit less. No, this is what it is. I was like, this is all I got. I said, listen, listen, this car, I've already seen it here for weeks. You're not selling it. And I'm 17 years old. Mm. Like I'm talking to a grown ass man. I'm like you're not selling it. And he's over here like, you're trying to tell me. I'll never forget this. Yeah, eidetic memory. Weed smoke. Right? <laughs> so now um, I'm like, I see it every week. It's not, it's not selling. So the guy's like, oh, what are you trying to tell me? So now I said to him, listen, if you drop it down, I got you right now with the bread. Okay. So we fought back and forth to the point I got stamina. Like I, I, I'll, <laughs> I keep, keep I'll, going. I'll keep going. So now he finally gave in and he said, okay, gave him the money, whatever, took care of, um, the registration and everything. Now, thank God, it was only like 10 minutes from my house because what I didn't master in was reverse. I kept stalling. You put you you put in the clutch, you put it in reverse, and you let it mm-hmm. easy. Now me, I'm just letting it go and pressing the gas. Yeah. I don't know about balance. This is you, wait, after you bought it to pull out, to leave? Yeah. And he so didn't... I stall like five times. He's like, you know what? Let me just take it out for you. <laughs> he takes it out and then now I start driving. Now I'm like, yo, just, I said to myself, I'm self-motivating myself, 17 years old. Just do what you studied, right. the videos and what you read and Fast and the Furious. Think of Fast and the Furious. So I'm going in, I'm doing Channel well. Channel Dom, how weird, I'm Channel do- Dom. Yeah, I'm doing well and, oh shit. Right. Dom, yeah. Dom, wait, Dominic. Dominic Toretto from, from, from Fast oh, and the shit. Furious. You know it so, all ties in. You know what's so funny? When I created, I'll get back into the story. When I created Dominic, I wanted to have a Dom name because Dom is an acronym for dominant. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said Dom. Dominic. And then I said, but I have to give him a full name. And I was like, Dominic. Mm-hmm. I never even thought of that guy. That guy. I didn't either until right now. And I said, channel yeah. your inner Dom. Get it? Get it? Yeah. So yeah, now, I'm, I'm witty. So now I'm doing well. Here's where the tough part came. Stop sign. <laughs> Just stop Yo, the f- first gear is the first, the hardest. Yeah. I put it in first, and I and I let go. Now, remember, I wasn't learning balance yeah, yeah. at that time, so I let it go to try to catch it. So now I hit the um the gas fast. 
Now I go like this. Yeah. There's a um, Hispanic guy because in the time it was like deep Huntington. Okay. Huntington Station is like there's a lot of um you know uh, Hispanics mm-hmm. that live there. There's this Spanish guy. It was a summertime. He 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 watches me. I'm I'm watching him from the rearview mirror, and he's just dying. <laughs> he's just look like he's laughing. pointing at me, laughing like oh, you know. So I'm over here like I'm upset, and I'm like oh, I'll show him. So then I finally put it in, and you hear the gears grinding. But I finally got it. You know what I'm saying? And I thank God. God was with me because mm. I made it home. Now. When my dad saw, my dad was like, Did a, you even stop at stop signs after that? I, like, forget it, fuck it, go. <laughs> yeah. It was, I, mean, I am not stopping. So, so now, so now, um, so now my dad, who, you know, my, my uncle, his older brother, used to have a motorcycle back in Haiti. Like, my uncle lives in Paris now. Mm-hmm. But he had a motorcycle. So my dad already knew what it was. My mom hated it. My dad was like, yo, just. Trust me, you'll get good at it. Just practice every day. Go around the block. Yo, I listened to my dad. I got good in three days. Mm. Now, my dad told me, you're going to get really good in hills. So I practice on hills. And it's all about balance. Yeah. Let it off slowly. Give it gas, 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 gas. You know what's the worst? It's the good. First gear is the worst. When you're on a hill and it's like snowy. Yeah. So now, yeah, I stopped driving stick. Because there's no value in it. A lot of people don't know how to drive stick. So when you try to trade in your car or sell it, it's not you're not going to get a lot of money for it. Really? Because yes. See, I didn't know that at all. So now my 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 dad is like, do that. I was I mastered it in three days, and then and then I once I started practicing in hills. That's when I started being great in every day. Yeah. Now I stopped driving stick for two reasons. The first reason I just answered. Second reason. I started traveling more now. Now, when you bumper to bumper, that shit is annoying. A hundred percent. You know I what I'm saying? To too. Yeah. Super so, annoying. And so, hills. Well, yeah. So this it. is this is about playing chess, not checkers. Being steps ahead. You know what I'm saying? And look, so you most, were totally steps ahead before you bought your car. Yeah. Most of the stuff that I've engaged in that I, excuse me, that I didn't know, I researched. Mm. YouTube, how to, um, Google. You know what I'm saying? I've asked other people who are masters at that. Like, I've always believed to not worry about opinions and take advice from people that never did what you did or doing. That's true. Because what do they know? Yeah. So it's like, are you in my field? I don't care. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, you could give a personal opinion, but it's not valid. It's just what you think. It right. might be a personal one. Right. Like, for example, this actually happened. I sent a link to, to someone, right? And they say to you, oh, I don't like how you interact with your co-hosts. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you're kind of like a dick. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and to me, it's like, okay. And then I delete the thread. I'm not sending you links anymore. Mm. Because there's so much things I could say, but why say it? So my reply is, okay, okay, mm-hmm. her. Then I delete it. In my mind, I'm not sending you links anymore because you're taking it on a personal note. Right. I didn't send you the link to critique me. Right. Like, I know a lot of women like me physically and everything. So they're always going to be nitpickers. If I lose three ways, this is why I don't say nothing. I lose three ways. 
already the first way I'm a dick, right? Okay. Because she's she's taking it personal. She's not taking on how was the podcast. Like, comment, share. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm asking of you. I'm not asking you wh- wh- did, how my face looking. Right. My tattoos look good. I'm not asking you that. I'm asking what you thought about the topic. What you talk about the show. So the first one, I'm a dick. So I'm already losing. Second one, if I'm not a dick and I'm nice to you, it's like, are you fucking your co-host? You guys are so friendly. So I'm losing too. Third one, it's like, if, if, oh, because she did say something about me being microphone dominant. Like, I just kind of just, when you talk, I just kind of just shrug it off and then just keep going. Okay, so let's say, let's say I... I don't do that. I'm more subdued. I'm more submissive on the okay. mic, and I just let you take over. Okay. Then it's gonna be like. Then it's gonna be like. Oh, I thought you were dominant. Why are you letting her take your? Isn't it your show? I'm losing three waves. Mm. Yeah. So what's the so point? what's the point of even trying to say that? That girl could have just been trying to rile me up. Mm-hmm. And good, you did. This is playing chess, not checkers. So what's the difference between chess and checkers? There's so many more moves. For, okay, okay. One on thing, what? On what? Chess or che- checkers? Che- um, chess both. got more moves? Yes. So this, this, is, this is what I'm going to say. Cause we'll be here for three hours. You can only move diagonally. Okay. And that's, that's one of the differences. You cannot do this across shit or uh, vertical or horizontal. You can only move diagonals. All the pieces? Yes. Interesting. Yes. They move to your end. They become... Um, well, actually, they're regular pieces. But once they move to your end, they become a, a king. Now they can move back and forth, but only diagonally. Regular pieces can only move forward. They can't move back. If, you, if, if, you, if you're up here and then you have, you have a piece that goes down and you can't go back here to eat them. You can only move forward. Oh, so what and happens sh- once you go to the, from your end to the other end? You just stay there? No, that end now becomes like a super checker piece. And now they can move back and forth because they become a king oh. or a queen. Yeah. So that's, the, that's one of the differences. For, for chess, there's different pieces. So the queen can move in ways on the board the king can't. So the object of the game is to protect the king at all times because it's hard to win the game if your king is captured. Mm. That's why I always use chess as like a way of life of men and women in relationships. I've heard because you say that. the queen is the most powerful piece, just like women. Women are the most powerful creatures on earth, but men are the prize. Men are the most prominent. So it's like without a man, it's a lot of things you can't do. The household fucks up. You know what I'm saying? There's things you can't do in the household. If God forbid a burglar comes in, you got to defend yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's so much shit you can't do without a man. How are you going to win the game without a man? You know what I'm saying? You could. You could like move forward. Mm-hmm. You could, you could, you could continue in life. But how, like, how are you gonna really win the game without a man? And that's how I use the um, the analogy of, of men and kings, mm-hmm. queens okay. and women. You know what I'm saying? So at all times, the queen protects the king. You know what I'm saying? Right. The, so he could protect. Yeah, the queen. The queen. Else. Or, or you could say supports. The king. Okay. That's a good one so the king supports. could do what he needs to do. This is even like in um the jungle, the safari with the mm-hmm. carnivores felines. Mm-hmm. Like the men stay back. Why? To protect the, the pride. To to um to, to defend them. to defend mm-hmm. to to educate to lead. The women do most of the hunting because of that. 
Now, let's say they wanna they wanna feed the whole entire pride, and it's a like a thousand thousand pound buffalo. Now they're gonna the ladies are gonna call upon the men because it might just be three ladies, four ladies hunting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't have the physical capacity, so they're gonna call these lions who probably weigh six hundred pound each. That's twelve hundred pounds to take on that thousand pound buffalo, mm-hmm. and they're gonna dominate it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's one of the that's reasons true. that's one of the reasons why the men eat first. Because it's like And that's also like you could see that's their yeah. internal way that that um nature made them. Mm-hmm. We're gonna gang up together and we're gonna take that one down. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Men and women men and women provide differently, mm-hmm. but it's equal. You know what I'm saying? If you think about it. You know, yeah, be, their own way. Because like, for example, right? For example, I had a sub who sold a button on my peacoat because I don't know how to sew. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you when a man and a woman is together, they got to compliment each other. Like I consider myself a high value man, but I'm not going to say I know how to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I might be able to know how to cook, clean and do all this stuff. But there's something that my significant other has to know how to do. Like, let's say, let's like say I don't button. know. Let's say I don't know how to cook and I get with a woman and all she knows how to do is twerk, 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 twerk and take her clothes off. And I say, oh, do you know how to cook? And she's going to say no. So now when I'm looking for somebody to move. Well, she says yes. And she makes box macaroni and cheese yeah which is not bad which is, not cooking <laughs> you know what i'm saying now it's now it's like to me it's like well what are you providing now mm-hmm. what are you bringing to the table because now it's almost like i could do all this stuff myself right. so it's like a man and a woman should compliment each other in that sense it's like oh i don't know how to sew so she she's gonna sew she brings something of value to the table mm-hmm. if i don't know how to um Let's say she's a better driver than I am. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when we go out to events, you drive. So you don't believe, because I know um, a lot Some of men, men have a problem with that. With women drivers. No, I don't believe women are good drivers. Oh, you don't? You have like a small percentage who, who are, but I don't believe women are good drivers. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? I think that's like another pressure being on the road. And I think women kind of fold them the pressure about about 25 percent of them dominate under pressure 75 percent of them fold and mm. freak out and do all this think think about it this, this is solely my opinion right and this is from me doing research now so it's it's my opinion and it's research is research i believe on, on that experience is research and experience okay. yes so i believe that men can multitask multitask better than women and that's in everything, whether he has two women, he's giving adequate love to sex, whatever, um, money, providing protection, teaching, whatever, um, whether it's multiple jobs or, or tasks. I feel like, and this is from experience and research, I've had female bosses in the past when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And even though they've been in a, a corporation for 20 years, 15 years, 10 years, whatever. They've always asked me what to do mm. in presser situations. And I'm like, aren't you the boss? Mm. And now I had to take control as an employee. Mm. I you mean, know what I'm saying? I like, think the difference between women who are um, 
because I know you said that they handle stress and 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 pressure, different. pressure differently. Women who are in high um, positions in like corporate or whatever, they get used to that. N- not not only that, but you have to also keep in mind that now you can be a boss over here, but when you come home and you have children, you still got to cook and feed and and take care of homework and all that stuff. So that's added pressure on that too. Yeah, because a lot of men. Like you say, a lot of men, and, and I have also noticed, they they are quick to make decisions faster. Yeah. But it's also, they don't have to deal with the outside stuff after they leave work as far as the kids and home. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of half and half with you on that. Now, when the women have to deal with the pressure in the home or whatever it is, sometimes they, they, um, they they might deal with it because it's it's like yo you don't know how strong you are until you're put in a situation to have no choice to be it's like that but you just force yourself like i want to take a nap right now Mm, no let me go do this because i have to do it so you force yourself to do it you force yourself to do it you force yourself to dominate that pressure now being that said part of it is part of it is dominating it and complaining about it. There's other women who don't do it. They don't, they don't complain about it. There's women who do it and complain about it. Whereas a man, a man that does it, he has no choice. Because if he starts complaining, it's kind of feminine. Well, there's a lot of feminine. You understand what I'm saying? There. So a man has you to. You don't complain. A man has to kind of deal with it. A kind of has to, but doesn't mean that they always do. Whereas if he's going through some shit at work and it's stressful or whatever it is, pressure, he's going to, he might talk to you about it. He might not want to talk about work. Oh, baby, how was work? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. He's still. Right. But okay. So if that's the case and, and he doesn't want to. So now she, if she knows her mate well enough, her husband, her man, whatever, him saying, I don't want to talk about it. There's going to be a change in his, in his mood and in all that. She's going to know there's something up probably at work. Now I got to get the kids to leave him alone. Maybe. To get, that's usually how it goes. No. If the husband is pissed Mm-mm. off. Mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. no? No. Interesting. No. Because, because I've seen things. I've seen things with my father at Young that he's big on family. That if he had a tough time at work, and I've seen this when I was young, something like soccer makes him now happy. Mm-hmm. Something like um it was me coming when I was little or whatever my sister now makes him happy. Now it takes his mind off work. It's different Very versus the men. But I feel, yeah. I always talk about real men. I don't talk about the Sims and the beta males. I always talk about real men, alpha males. You know what I'm saying? I feel like real alpha males, they might say, "Oh, I don't want to talk about it whatever," but they channel themselves because they don't take it home. Sometimes women take it home. You know what I'm saying? Some, I just, I just, regular men this thing is about women and men handling pressure differently. Yeah. Some women have to do it, but they might complain about it. They might do this. They might do that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I got I don't think these. complaining is, is, um, specific to one sex. I think if, if somebody is stressed, it depends on that person and how they react to it. Because I have seen men that do cry. what they have to do. Men that cry because they're stressed. 
No, they don't cry. Okay, I've seen women cry. Because I've seen women stressed. cry I've because they're stressed too. But I've heard, I've seen men could, be mean are, and nasty. These are, these are dominant females too. Mm-hmm. So, so this is that's, this that's is just experience. A way, crying is is just a way to let out, you know, exactly that frustration is, and emotion. This is experience. This is and this is also research that I've that I've done that I've encountered. You know, what I'm saying that I'm why I'm stating this. No, no, no. Yeah, but I've also had my own my own experiences with on the flip side of, mm-hmm. of what you're experiencing. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've seen my father, me growing up. If he was stressed, mm-hmm. don't go near him because mm-hmm. you're, he's gonna take it out on you because he's focused on one thing. Okay. That's that's just my that's my experience okay. with it. Okay. That's it. So this is chestnut checkers. You have any final thoughts for it? Um, I think that. How you put it, you could be in five steps ahead in in your regular life, mm-hmm. you know, by being prepared, by being punctual, mm-hmm. you know, to appointments and stuff. I think that is a phenomenal um, way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe that if people were to, you know, bring that type of practice into their lives, they'll be much better off. Yeah. Always be prepared, people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, my final thoughts, this is just not checkers. Um, it's just, just to tell people out there to just stay ahead. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like be proactive in life. Don't wait for it to attack you, attack it. Oh, I like that. You want you understand what I'm saying? Where it's like, one of the things I, I learned, even when I used to have, we used to have meetings as managers, we used to have meetings with district managers. And when I was working in these corporations, it was always like, be proactive with the customers, be proactive with the customers. They walk in, don't wait for them to say hi, walk up to them. Hi, how you doing? That's being proactive. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like that in, in life. Like, don't, if, if, like, I like to check the weather Every day. And that's me preparing for if for I'm going to yes, mm-hmm. do act door activity. If I got to travel or whatever, if I know it's going to rain, I'm now preparing. I'm attacking it before it attacks me. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm an empath. So being that it rains might mess with my mood, but I'm so dominant and I'm so, um, I'm so assertive and, and, and I'm so like ahead that I put in my mind that you know, I'm preparing mm. that way. It's like, even if, even if my mood was starting to change because of the weather, I'm self-motivated when I, I force myself to pick, pick what up, whatever, mm-hmm. or I channel myself different ways. I'm feeling down. Okay. A lot of people don't go to the gym because it's raining in mood or whatever. Let me go to the gym. Mm-hmm. It's Monday. People hate Mondays. Let me do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because Mondays wants to get you down. The weather wants to get you down. So let me do this now. Mm-hmm. I'm tired. This is when I go the hardest. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So like me, it's like, this is chestnut checkers. It's just about being ahead. It's about being prepared. It's about being proactive. You know what I'm saying? It's about being self-motivated, you know? And if you incorporate this in your everyday in life, relationship, uh, um, a job, w- dealing with other people, um, you're going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Everybody in life who has been successful, who, who, who is successful, has incorporated discipline in their life. Oh, yes. They've been proactive. They've been, they've been ahead of the game. They've prepared. You know what I mean? For whatever capacity. So important. Yep. Yeah. So that's pretty much what this is. Chess, not checkers is uh, all about. But um, all my books are available on Amazon, Kindle version, 
Um, some of them are available on iTunes, Barnes and Noble, uh, Barnes and Noble's Google Play. Um, if you want to read just the electronic version, um, go to www.eldiscipline.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also search on there. Send me an email. Dunkin' is putting a whole new spin on Pumpkin at Dunkin' with our new Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew. Smooth, bold, cold brew topped with velvety pumpkin cream cold foam made with cinnamon and nutmeg spices. And there's more pumpkin for you to love, like the delicious fall classic, our Pumpkin Spice Signature Latte. Rich espresso topped with whipped cream, caramel drizzle, and cinnamon sugar. That's how we pumpkin at Dunkin'. Sip into the fall season with the $3 medium Pumpkin Cream Cold Brew or Pumpkin Spice Signature Latte. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusion apply. Valid on Pumpkin Spice Signature Latte only in all cold foam cold brew. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. Email info at uh, eldiscipline.com. You know, but um, you have anything else you want to say? No, I think this is a great topic. Yeah. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you were tuned in to the Discipline Therapy Podcast. Peace. noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. 
Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea.